Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Welcome to the MD Show. It's the MD Show Tuesday. I am Bianca Banks. And I am Jasmine Shannon. Woo! It's like, I can't, yo, the time is flying. It's flying. It's flying. It's flying. It's like summer's already here again. We're one year into the pandemic. Official. I can't believe it's been a year. It honestly went by really fast. Like, you would think that us being inside most of the time would make it, make it long, like feel slow and long, but I definitely feel like it, it zoomed by. Slow and long. How was it for you? Did you feel that way or did you feel like going by fast? I would say like a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Mm. Like time was moving fast. Um, In a sense that if you, if you have like the urge to be productive and to try to like squeeze every little thing you could out of what was provided to you, Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, in that sense, it kind of went fast because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to come out of the pandemic, you know, having not to have put a stamp on something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then I think, so I could see what you're saying. Cause I think it probably went slow for people that were just like, that felt trapped. Yeah. Or like, or, or pondered on the fact that like they can't go you know, to restaurants or to the movies or to Disneyland or to, I think obviously it's easy to like ponder on those things that we couldn't do anymore. But I think in general, like finding those things that also fill your cup at home was like really key to surviving, quote unquote, surviving the pandemic. Put your foot on the gas. That's what I say. (laughs) You always have to keep your foot on the gas, you know? So today, um, this really, this episode, we wanted to talk about um, coming to America is in the letter. I'm sorry, is in the number two. <laughs> um, um, discussing the sequel, um, of course, to coming to America, T.O. I loved it. I really <laughs> loved it. And I, the coming to America is one of my favorite movies, the original and I was really curious on how they were going to um, elevate it, you know, because it's been so many years, you know, and, um, you know, so it was just interesting. I loved how they, um, you know, repeated some traditional, you know, um, famous moments from the original movie and just put a twist on things. And I think the storyline in general was really good, too. I really loved it. Mm hmm. Trying to get my lashes straight, y'all. <laughs> what was your favorite part? Huh? What was your favorite part? So my favorite part, I mean, actually all of it. Like, I, I, honestly, I was a little apprehensive in the beginning because I'm like, if this is like, mm-hmm. like, I kind of, like, I, as soon as it came out, like some people were, it came out last Friday, which meant that, or two Fridays ago, which meant that you could, you know, access it at midnight on Thursday, you know, 
And I know some people did that, but I was like, no, like it has to be right. Like I want to make sure that like all my attention is devoted to this and I want to, you know what I mean? And, and like, so I really, I waited like, you know, until like my timing was right and I was in the right space. And I was like, okay. And then I, and then I was hesitant because I didn't want it to be disappointing. I'm like, if this is disappointing, I'm going to be so mad because as we know, a lot of times, you know, our, our favorite, favorite things, our favorite movies, it's like the sequels are just messed up and it just messes up the whole franchise of, you know what I mean? Uh All the original things that we fell in love with truly, you know? Yes. This was great. It was like entertaining from top to bottom. Yeah. And I think, and I think too, like since film has changed so much since then, um, you know, I mean, it, you're, it's hard to compare in general. Um, you know, cause it's like now there's all these, the, these different CGI graphics and there's all these different ways to, you know, make a movie, you know, just more appealing to watch in regards to graphics. And like when coming to America came out, it was like, it just was a classic comedy movie that just like, even though they didn't have the 2021 technology, like it was it wasn't about that. It was about the story, the comedy, Eddie Murphy, you know, playing all these different roles as well as Arsenio Hall. And I think that, you know, for it to transition into what it is now, I think that they did a really good job. And then I think it was cool too to to see Eddie still take on the character of Akeem as if like like I think he did a re- obviously it's Eddie, but he did a really good job at just being Akeem. Yeah. You know? And then the version of Akeem. Yes. And then did you know that his daughter was one of the daughters? Oh, really? Which one? The middle one. Oh, that's super cool. Right? And she's so pretty and lovely. And it was great. I mean, like the Tiana Taylor of it. Like, yes. um, um, you know, the oldest daughter. We love her. Like, it was just, you Les- know. Was her name Leslie? She did amazing. But. The baby mom. Is her name Leslie? Oh my gosh, Leslie Jones. <laughs> yeah, she did so good. Yeah, like once we saw the cast before the movie came out, I was like, what role is Tiana about to play? Like, like they can't give her like, I don't know. I just can't see. I And I'm really glad that they pulled people from the original film to play their parts. Like that was really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Tiana's part was perfect, you know, and same, and same with... Um, um, what's his name? Rotimi. Like I Rotimi. think that, yeah, they fit into the story like well, rather than trying to give them another role that really didn't make sense to the original story. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought he it was, was really good. Cool. Yeah. He was good. It wasn't because it wasn't like too much true. It wasn't like too much of him. It was like, okay. Right. You know? mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I loved having all of, um, you know, the soul, glo- not the soul glow, the um, sexual chocolate came back. Yes. That was so funny. And the preacher came back. Yes. And um, I like the barbershop dudes. You know what I mean? It was just, it was great. It was, it was well, a pleasure to watch. It was very entertaining. And it's so funny because like, you know, the barbershop dudes are Arsenio and Eddie. And there's one more guy. Yeah. That- mm-hmm. And he looked great because he didn't age at all. Right. And then I was thinking too, like, um, it's funny because like, you know, they, 
like they're older. So they look the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, they look the same from the movie. I know. I was like, I know, (laughs) but I thought that it, it just showed artistry too, in regards to like using prosthetics and being able to transform into like these older characters. And it looked like that's how good makeup is. I think, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it spoke volumes, like even the casting, just everything that behind the scenes, you could tell that they really thought about it. And the storyline was really good. They added in those, you know, those new famous faces like Tiana and Rotini in there really well. And um, Wesley. I, I, Wesley. And Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Like everyone Wesley, just. And he, yeah. he was great. Yeah. he Everyone was just great. And I loved the sun. Like I loved. I did too. Yeah, he did really good. I loved that it was like they did the same thing, like how he fell in love with the girl who, you know, he wasn't supposed to, or that it wasn't their arranged marriage option. It was the one that he genuinely loved. I love that. Yes. And also just for, you know, FYI, um, when I die, before I die, I want to have my funeral so I could see it just like he did, the king. (laughs) He was like, I want to see it. And then he was like, I'm going to die now. That like, that's, that's what I want. Just go ahead and let's, I want to see it. Remember, it's invitation only. You guys, you guys. She's so funny. You know, because I don't want anybody at my funeral that's like, you know, distraught. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And they're just not capable of, you know, my passing. And I'm like, I don't talk to them. I don't know them. They, we, we were enemies. I cannot with you. I think either way, people, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I just think it was great. I think that was a great addition because it made it made it not sad. Like it made it like he got to see his funeral and then he was like, OK, I'm going to die, which was great because it took all the drama out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all the sadness, you know, yeah. so yeah. I'm going to um, do that t- for you guys. And I'm just gonna say, okay, I'm gonna die now. Sounds okay. You know, that's, I think that's great. So, yes. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, I mean, we've we're discussing it, but it's there's, I mean, it's not hopefully like too much of a spoil alert, spoiler alert. But check it out. It's great. It's wonderful. It's entertaining. Like it's you know surprisingly chilly here in LA, and it was like a really good you know way to spend a Saturday and get your popcorn and curl up. You know, it was just, it was great. It was good. I had a good time with that. Yes. So, um, so ironically, okay. So we were going to discuss this and then, you know, of course the story of coming to America is centered around a prince traveling to Queens, um, New York to, you know, explore himself to kind of like, date other women or whatever he wants to do because he's getting ready to get married and he ends up finding true love. And so ironically over the past week, um, princess Megan and Prince Harry, um, did a sit down interview for the first time with Oprah, basically about coming to America. Um, and I, Actually, like this is a very, very heavy and triggering topic. Um, the, the interview was, if you guys haven't um, had a chance to check it out, was very disturbing. 
It was very emotional. It was hard for me um, to listen to it. Mm-hmm. It was very important. And so um, also we're going to give you guys the, um, just in case anybody's, you know, experiencing suicide or suicidal thoughts, um, we're going to um, give the suicide prevention hotline number at the end of this session. But basically, um, it's like, I don't even know where to start with this. So the monarch, the monarch is um, just like, you know, to bring everybody in the loop. The monarch is um, in control in the UK. um, And the Windsor family is the head of the monarch. Okay. And so right now, the queen, Queen Elizabeth, she has been the queen for, it's over six or 60 years at this point. Um, her father was the king. And how it goes in lineage is that, um, you know, your next of kin, woman or male or female, becomes the next successor to the throne. Okay. And so actually Elizabeth, who's the queen was not next, but like, if you kind of like do stuff or, you know what I mean? If you don't want to, you know, be a public service or you don't want to be in line, you can kind of like pass your, your successorship on to like another. I think then the same thing happened. Is that, isn't that why, um, Yes, where her brother ended up being with someone that wasn't of royalty. Right. So her brother ended up um, marrying. No, her uncle. So the king, that's what happened to her dad. So her dad was not the next in line. His brother was, but his brother ended up being with somebody who, you know, what, you know, wasn't, um, you know, because it's like they it's this whole thing that, you know, it's like this whole pomp and circumstance of it to where you kind of like have to be like lined up and you basically are preparing like your whole life for like it's like it's that and it's and it's coming to America. It's like when, you know, Eddie's parents had an arranged marriage, you know, but he was like, let me just like do this before I do that, because. You know what I mean? I want to just like experience life a little bit. Like, I'm not sure if I want like this. So it's kind of like that. And so, yeah, if you, whatever, then if you kind of stray from that, then they have the ability to go to the next in line. And also you can willingly relinquish your position, you know? And so basically long story short, Elizabeth is now the queen and her husband is not the king. So it doesn't work like that. It's not like because we're married, you're going to be the king. So her husband is from blood, right? They want to keep it in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. But the husband is the prince, but he's you know of, of like senior royalty, right? He's at the top. So so basically, what he does with her is like he escorts her to all these like you know events and whatever, and like that's just been his position in the whole you know marriage, and he's okay with that, you know. <clears throat> and so. Then Elizabeth has several children. One of them being Harry. 
No, Elizabeth's. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. Diana is Harry's mom. Sorry. Right. Charles. So Charles was married to Diana. We all know how that turned out. It was totally tragic. They say, you know, that. um, It was an accident. That basically they had her killed because the monarch. Um, They were, you know, she was divorced from Charles. You know, it's just this whole thing that if you it's like I have been following this my entire life, you know, so it's like it's very, very interesting to me. And I've seen so many documentaries and so much coverage on Diana. I just I love her. I think she's great. And she's really like a a pe- the people's she was like the people's people, you know, and a lot of people um, out there liken her and her humbleness and her personality to Megan. So, you know, so basically Diana, you know, Charles, you know, he's acting, you know, crazy. He's cheating with the woman he's with now, Camilla Parker Bowles. And Diana and him get a divorce and now he's married to Camilla. Camilla will not become a queen though. So when Elizabeth passes away, and I mean, she's like 96, um, but her mom lived like to be in her hundreds. But when she passes away, Charles will be the king. Okay. Which is so, which is Harry's dad. Okay. I feel okay. like we never see him. No, we see him a lot. Okay, okay. He's still he, like basically when you are like the monarch, their position is um to be their public servants. So like they, you know, they do they have to do all of these things as public servants. So they're quite visible. Mm-hmm. I've seen you know, more lately, meaning in the past five years than before. But yeah, like you have to, you have to like do all these duties, and then like you have to be in the military, and you have to like do all this, you know, whatever. And so the comp, the 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 monarch co- covers fifty five countries, and the Commonwealth in total, like what they reign over, is like fifty five countries, including like Australia, Canada. A lot of the Caribbean islands, um, Barbados, like Belize, like it's just like, you know, it's vast. Right. Okay. So basically you have to travel within the Commonwealth to like, you know, to like be a public service, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So long story short. So then Charles has two children with Diana, two boys, Harry and William. William's the oldest. So basically in secession, it will go Queen Elizabeth, Charles, William. William's wife will be a queen. And that is because she comes from like, she's already like a duchess or something. But she'll be like the queen. It's like like the queen something. But yeah, it's not, it's of, yeah, it's of her place. Of, say, of, right, of that place. Right. Okay. Then after um, William, William now has three boys. So it's then those three boys and then Harry, right? And then Harry and Megan had um, baby Archie. So baby Archie is the seventh in line to the throne. And Harry is the sixth in line to the throne. But, but, we, all know, but we all know, now remember, if you mess up, right. your position goes up faster. So we already know somebody's going to mess up. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So basically, Meghan and Harry get married. You know, the monarch welcomes her. They accept her. She's a woman of color. She's a divorcee. Um, she's an actress. She's American. Like, all those things, they're like, okay, you know. But they allow them to get married. Yes. And um, if you guys, like, also want to learn more about how the, about the family, tune into The Crown on Netflix. Um, and something that um, our good friend Justine told us about that was that um, Queen Elizabeth forgave, you know, even though there's nothing wrong with the fact that, you know, Harry wanted or wait, Harry, wait, Harry wanted to be with Meghan, even though she's not, you know, in the royal, you know, families or close to them or a contender directly. You know, um, she they discussed that Queen Elizabeth sympathized for the situation because of what happened to Diana. Mm. And that, you know, for example, like they're not allowed to hold hands in public. That's something that you can't do with your significant other, but they would hold hands. Or like Megan had worn off the shoulder dress and that's not allowed. So, you know, very it, everything is very conservative and very, you know, classy. And um, in Elizabeth, in Queen Elizabeth's eyes, she had already forgiven all of these things um, that are untraditional. And even though it's some things are that, that are so small. Mm-hmm. So it's so. Yeah. So they get married. I'm t- I'm trying to bring us around to the gotcha. <laughs> and. Then they abruptly disconnect from the monarch and they move to Canada, which is in the Commonwealth. And then they move to um, Montecito. <laughs> so everybody's like, wait a minute. And then every year, um, like around Christmas time, the queen gives like her Christmas address. And so she has like the pictures of the family, the royal family behind her. And like everybody was there except Megan, Harry, and the other one who's a pedophile. Um, I think it's Andrew because he's crazy. Okay. So it's like, I'm like, so everybody's like, really like what's going on? Because the queen hasn't made a statement about like why these people are not pictured, you know? And so basically they get on, um, Oprah does their first interview and they basically reveal that, um, that when Megan became pregnant with baby Archie, that they were told that the baby would have no title. He will not carry the title of the prince, even though he is seventh in line for the throne and he would not be given security. He would not be provided security. And that there was conversation about the concern um, for the color of the baby's skin how, it, you know, if the baby, you know, like all that colorism, if the baby came out darker, you know, what, what would that look like? And also, um, Megan was like trapped during her pregnancy. She, um, was basically, she wanted to kill herself. Um, and they, she asked for help and they denied her help. And Harry had to make a plan to get to basically 
escape. Like they confiscated her passport, they confiscated her license and all that. So they had to like, to me, move as close as to America as they could, which was Canada. And then just kind of like come into America. And so they were told when they were in Canada, basically they somehow like the, the, it was said that the institution, which is like the person that the person or like three or five people that work directly um, with the queen, that they leaked their address to the press. That address was let out to the world. And also they were told that they were no longer going to provide them security. And who comes to the rescue? Tyler Perry. What is going on? Tyler Perry has to provide security and shelter to a prince and princess of England. What are you talking about? I mean, I think too that, that you know, we from the outside in, like you know, being American, being Americans, you know, we look at the Buckingham Palace and like the royal family is something so cool because it's not our situation. It's not how Americans we don't have a king and a queen. And but then you look at all these things that are happening, and it kind of you know, Meghan definitely made her it seem that she was trapped mm-hmm. and that you know, they have a huge, you know, they have a huge sigh of relief being out of the situation, but obviously that comes with, you know, unfair treatment. And then racism. Racism, Um, colorism, exclusion, Mm -hmm. bigotry. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, then she, you know, you know, in a, a couple of articles, I read the Rolling Stone article and some other ones. And she says that like, it was a sigh of relief, you know, but the fact that she's even talking about this, like Oprah be, Oprah be uh, booking those good interviews because sh- she got the first interview. And, and um, she expresses that she didn't, she couldn't be alone during this time. Megan could not be alone when she was, a part of the royal family because she didn't want to live anymore. And that, you know, that hit deeply. And then it was interesting um, for Harry to not be open about a lot of things. She was doing a lot of talking. He was too. But when she would, when Oprah would ask personal questions, about how the family felt, he would say, Oh, I don't have an, I can't comment on that. Well, He said, and she said, she said, Oprah asked her who. She who said, initiated who initiated the discussion regarding the color of the baby? She said that would be very damaging to that individual. Well, and she kept referring it to as the institution. Well, because, right, but w- that, but not to that comment. Well, I just, I'm just saying in general, like just the fact that she's even using that word about a family, like, you know, like this is a family. Well, she, well, she said the institution and the firm is separate from the family. Again, like 
the institution is kind of like the queen's right-hand circle that basically implements you know it, like it's like it's like her team so they implement everything on her behalf um i was very surprised you know but back to your point i mean basically he and he said i will never um discuss that conversation i will never repeat that conversation or those conversations but we all know who it is we know it's william because who says um what's your relationship like with your brother he says space. So next time when you ask me about somebody and I say space, you, you already know what that means. Oh, he space. said space. He said, he said one word. He said space. <laughs> you guys, I love that. Space. I'm going to say space. 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 Girls are mad. I never so, like the whole thing about the wedding of, um, of, um, William and, mm-hmm. Kate Middleton's wedding and how there was that whole debacle that, oh no, it was Harry and I think at Megan's wedding that Megan made Kate cry. And right. she admits that it wasn't, it was the other way around. And so, so, okay, so all of that. And so basically they were like, she was basically Megan in the position of Diana because they want Kate to shine. You know what I mean? Because she's supposed to be the, you know, whatever. And, but people love Megan because she represents so much for so many people. You know what I mean? Like, like, I feel like for people of color that really weren't involved in like the story of the monarch and, you know, and, and all of that prior to Megan and Harry, it really opened up like people to say, wow, like people of color to look up to her, to be inspired by her. She look at her. She's American. You know what I mean? She grew up in Baldwin Hills. You know, she's marrying a prince. She's going to be a princess. It's like, it's like a fairy tale. And I mean, the wedding and then, you know, this and that. And it's like all the, all the, you know, all all of us were just so enchanted and uh, mesmerized by us believing and, uh, you know, thinking that, the monarch has now transcended into, you know, this different place, you know, like, like BLM, you know, okay. Okay. Now they're going to be BLM. Okay. That, that's great. You know, cause it's 2021, you know, and they could have used her quite nicely. You know what I mean? Because she, in the Commonwealth, it, it's sick. It's like 60% African-American. I mean, not African-American, 60% um, black. Or people of color, you know, so it's like, we're, you know, it's like, you know, even for them, it was like, oh my goodness, like this is, you know, tremendous. And look at the progress we're making all to basically have all of that come down. And so, I mean, I was so blown. I'm still just so breathless over the comments. I I feel like it, and it has triggered so many different remarks. Like some people feel like they don't believe her, which I hate when people say that, like when a woman is trying to, you know what I mean, share and to reach out and to, you know what I mean? And to reveal, especially a woman of color. I hate when people say, um, I, I don't, I don't believe that. Or I question that, you know what I mean? This woman was 
pregnant, you know, seven, seven months pregnant and wanting to end her life. Like, you know, that's tremendous because it's not just your life. It's the life of your child who is the prince, who is the seventh in line to the throne. And you've been told that they will not have a title and they will not have security. And then there was no reason as to why. Right. And that fake statement that they released talking about, they had no idea Mm-mm. that they, she was going through this. Like, but it's like, so there's, all they're worried about is their name. They're worried about their name, their reputation, and that's it. Then they'll do anything to protect that. And that's what the situation is showing you. And yes. it's upsetting that that being of color gets in the way of that for in their eyes. Yes. Being of color. And, and then the whole about how the baby, they were worried about the baby being too dark. And, re- and this is something else that my mom and I discussed about the situation. Remember, everybody, Megan is, is, is half Caucasian. So even though she is half Caucasian and, you know, they, they don't they still just see her as a black person and that to them isn't enough. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, yes, she's mixed parentage. Right. So, you know, it's like you can't say I'm. Um, you know what I mean? Of course, raised raised by by a black uh, mother, a single black mother. But you can't say, you know what I mean? I'm white or black. I'm of mixed parentage, okay? But she is a woman of color. Um, the monarch was like, no, I'm sorry, you're black. You know what I mean? That's the bottom line. And I don't know how many times, you know what I mean, in my life, even though, you know, I'm a successful person, an educated person. Um, you know, a, a, a serious person, you know, a, you know, all those things, um, no matter how far you've come and how, how much, you know, how, how elevated you are, that you're reminded, uh, don't, don't go too far because you're black. You know what I mean? And I felt like that's really what it was. It was like, they basically like gave her all this leadway and all this leverage and then just snatched her by the neck and put her in a box. You know what I mean? And who says, you know, and verbalizes, you know, the willingness and the desire to end their life. And then somebody says no. And, and I was also so surprised by Harry, because Harry was saying, oh, you know, I talk to my grandmother all the time. You know, he's like, she is my commander in chief, you know, and we're very close and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, by the way, he has served like over four years in the British military, which is part of your public service as um, a prince. She stripped all of his military titles all of his titles. So he's no longer a prince. Okay. Like, like, like all of the Royal titles, you don't have any security and they, you know, and so people are saying, but I don't think that's what they wanted. I think they were, they were saying that the firm and the institution is the queen. And she absolutely has the right to invoke security titles, help aid, whatever you want to do. So I found it quite interesting that he was saying, oh, we're still so close. Because I'd be like, no, we're not still so close. 
Well, I think, I mean, I feel like I can see her saying, oh, well, you know, this is how it has to be. Just because I think that it's like, okay, if you start letting things go, then everyone else is going to think, oh, then, you know what I'm saying? You have to, it's about fairness, but it's not fair. It's not fair. And it's not right. And I say that because there, you know, as Megan was saying, there are other members, senior members of the royal family, just like they are that are not um, in line for the throne or they they do not do public service um, and they have security. Of course you have security. What are you talking about? Um, even Trump gets security. Kim Kardashian has security, child. I'm saying like, we don't like Trump and he still gets security because and he still wasn't impeached. Trump and those grown kids of his have security. Like that's a really crazy comparison. What just, are you talking about? Just think about the just think about that. Think about how much our society does not care for Trump. He still didn't get impeached and removed of all his titles. And he still gets security. And then you look at Megan and um Harry, and they literally just wanted to live as normal people and for Megan to be accepted as a strong black woman and for her to be accepted for who she is, because at the end of the day, she carries the bloodline of the Royal family, regardless of what color she is or what, you know, she is doing. So technically you're disrespecting your whole fam- your, your own family regardless, but they don't even get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's disturbing because it shows What's really going on over there? Because they're supposed to be like the classy, the classy, you know. Like it really just made me change my feet. You know, it's like. Because we love, Americans love the royal family. I mean, I remember all the weddings. You already got, you guys already know. People will dress up. There'll be uh, UK flags all throughout America for a good two months leading up to the wedding, after the wedding posts about you know them and all of that like i mean we 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 respected and 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 genuinely americans were a fan and i think that this changed the changes everything like what my mom is saying about you know just fair treatment and i think especially what's happened in this year during the pandemic with the black lives matter movement and with all those lost you know lost people you know, to unfair treatment from the justice system. Like it, it just is like not a good look on them at all. I mean, I was so disturbed. I mean, and then, it, and then it's like this, these like hidden, you know what I mean? Messages like after the interview, like Harry was like, well, the queen didn't say it. And my dad didn't say it. Okay. Well, that there's, there's only one other member of the family that, <laughs> So William, I'm not trying to hear you. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to hear you. It's like, well, we already know that they're 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 in a battle clearly because because clearly Meg, uh, Kate, and William clearly they, they they don't because you said that she made you cry. She's saying that you made her cry. Like you know, there's already this tension of well, who do we believe? Because but not who do we believe, but clearly that there's a tension between this the brothers and their wives 
But it's also like, why is there tension? Like, you're the next in line, bro. Like, like that's what I would say to, to him. You're the next in line anyway. But it also too like leave me, leave me and Megan alone. Like, do your thing. It's probably like, you know, Megan, I mean, like Kate was like, I'm like, I'm a baddie. You know what I mean? Because, you know, all that. But then Megan was like, no, I'm a baddie. You know what I mean? And she's like killing her, you know? And then it's like everybody loves her and she's kind and she's pleasing and she's more personable. You know what I mean? And she's just like lovely and she smiles and she's involved and she's genuinely cares. And Kate, we're tired of seeing you. Every time you have a baby, you get skinnier. You're going to blow away. You know what I mean? It's like, we're done with you, you know? And then Harry, and then um, William's looking at Harry like, maybe I want to be with uh, Megan. Does my, does your wife look better than my wife? You know, so it's like all kinds of stuff going on. And Megan's like, also think, not bothered. I think it's also a difference in like mindsets too. Like I think William really wants to stick to like the traditional things of the house. And he probably feels like, you know, there, we have to, you know, we're royalty. We have to, we have to follow these rules. And, and Harry's like, no, we don't. What's wrong with, what's wrong with, like, I love her. So like you guys, don't, like that doesn't matter to them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Harry, you know, Harry's, so William's the oldest, right? William's 38. He's only 38. You know, Harry's like 30 something. Okay. You have a full head of hair, Harry. William, that's why you acting up because all your hair is receding, it's gone. You're aging rapidly, and you. It's such a mess, you know what? And that's what karma does. That that's what, that is so funny. I'm gonna come. You know that's what? You know what I'm gonna do? God, God said I'm gonna I'm gonna come through the hairline on you. That's that's what I'm gonna do for you. That's what I'm What's the age difference? That's- um, I think Harry's like 35. And he has lots of hair. <laughs> he has lots of hair. It's really red. It's bushy. You know what I mean? He's like, my wife is bomb. You know, <laughs> she baby, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? It's like, mm. um, but there's so much wrong with that. So basically in listening to so many different conversations through the week, um, it has been said now this is coming from like the British media that the queen can absolutely, absolutely, absolutely turn all this around. The ultimate decision falls on her. Um, And that there's this thing called the secession to the crown act. And that means that because you have, you're, you're a successor that you are afforded certain privileges. One of those is security. And by the way, um, the annual salary, the annual sal- her annual salary mm-hmm. is a half a million dollars. Half a million, um, which is like the same of no, no, her, no I'm sorry. Her her annual sal- salary is a hundred million dollars, but her net worth is a half a billion dollars. And so they were like, even if they don't want, because basically, like within the Commonwealth, the Commonwealth pays in pays for the royal family. You know what I mean? So, so they're taxed they, to pay for right, that. Correct. So they were like, even if you don't want to tax, um, you know what I mean, um, the citizens to pay for security, she can afford, it wouldn't even be, it, it would be like a half a penny to her to pay for security for the person that is the sixth in line for the throne. That's 
Dang. UK, UK uh, government has money. I don't know what's going on with America. <laughs> it was like so moving when he, when he said, um, Williams said, I'm sorry, Harry said that if it wasn't for my mother leaving me an inheritance, mm-hmm. we would not be able to do yeah. this. And he said that he got 13 million from her, right? Yeah. Diana, she's a boss. You know what I mean? She couldn't be boss. Then didn't they say they got like three million from the interview? No, they did not get paid for the interview. But also, the oh, then Oprah, Oprah got three million. Then Elizabeth's Elizabeth's mom. They called her the Queen Mother, and the Queen Mother also left them an inheritance. So they have it's you. I mean, you already know we're not broke. You know what I mean? But it's like. Oh, and then he was like, "Yeah," and they cut me off. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> what? You're like, "You're like, cut you off." <laughs> they cut him off financially. They strip his titles. You're South uh, couch surfing at Tyler Perry's house. Medea to the rescue. Are we going to see a movie about this? What? What is going? I'm like a an, a black African American man who was did not graduate from college, barely made out of, out of high school, was homeless, has who has become a billionaire has to save the Royals. It's going to be called Medea Saves the Royals. That's going to be good. He, he's definitely going to do that. I can't believe that. It's going to be called Medea Saves the Royals. Like, I can't get enough of discussing this topic. It triggered so much within myself. It triggered... So much with people, you know, it's like you think that we have made, you know, it's like somebody I was listening to, they were saying, I cannot believe that in 2021, we are discussing this. Why can't you believe it? Right. Why can't you believe it? We are off the heels of Black Lives Matter that totally erupted, that would not even in my opinion, have done so if we were not in this pandemic. If I'm not even sure, you know, like the George Floyd situation, would that have garnished so much attention and so, you know, a a global movement if we were not in the pandemic? Because you still see it happening all over the world, regardless. You, You know, racism is taught, it is embedded, I mean, I, I just I'm I just don't know of a better example of somebody saying, "Oh, and you're black." And tears. I mean, literally, I was so just in. You know what I mean? In this cloud and in this space for so many days because I just could not believe what I was hearing. And then even for like it to affect her children, you know, like not only am I not like in her mind, not only am I getting fair treatment, but my children are getting unfair treatment because the color of their skin. The unborn child who is the prince cannot be a prince. And I'm not going to tell you why I don't owe you an explanation. 
I just, I can't even understand what I, I just, I can't wrap my head around that. I just, I can't. And maybe that's why, and maybe they're relieved that, I mean, you know, it, it, I, they, Megan probably feels like it may be different for Harry, but Megan probably feels like, I don't, I don't really want anything to do with that. Like, I don't care if they didn't give us the, um, the security. Cause I don't, she cared. She, cared. she was that, that, that was the point. These, these, but all of if I were her, I think that that's how I would feel. Cause I was like, now y'all can watch me. That means y'all are watching my every move. And now you're going to be reporting everything back. You know, all of these things culminated into this explosion of I'm good. We need to get out, you know, and Harry makes this other jaw dropping statement by saying my brother is trapped. My father is trapped. You know what I mean? Who, who the daddy, daddy should be ashamed anyway, because you totally dogged their mom. You know what I mean? That's another story. It's like the dad is Charles, right, mom? Correct. But, uh, Charles, Prince of Wales. Yes, but he has a full head of hair. I see. Okay. And that's 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 William and Harry's dad. Correct. So that he was married to Diana. Yes, who was a baddie. You know, she was killing the game. You know, she we okay, Diana. We love Diana. You know, it's like these boys have already been through and Harry most mostly because Harry was, I think, like 13 when she passed away or, you know, around then. And again, it's like a time of mourning, a time of grieving. And they had to walk behind their mother's casket and not show any emotion. You know, it's like he he's like, I, I, I can't. And where you're not going to where I'm going to draw the line is you're not going to you know what I mean? Interfere or you're not going to mistreat my unborn child and my woman. And I'm like, he is so dope. Like he is the epitome of the sexiest man alive on the planet. Like put him on the cover of GQ. Yes. Yes. He was there. He was holding her knuckles. He wasn't even holding her hand during the interview. He, they had their hands locked up at the knuckles. He's like, this is my, this is my boo right here. I'm like, and I think that that's what, you know, I think you, I feel like you should always go with love if it's right. Always go with love. Always go with love. Right. If it, yeah. <laughs> but I they, think for him, you know, she, it's, it, it, you know, he love. he genuinely loves her and, and she, and is the mother of his children and he respects her as that, obviously, because every man should. Um, and I think that that's, that that speaks volumes within itself, you know, because he could he could have been like, you know, I got to leave because, you know, I, I choose my family, mm-hmm. you know, and he's just like, well, no, because I genuinely, you know. Yeah, I just. I'm like and then, of course, subsequently after the interview. Um, Charles, you know, he's, he's at the, uh, at the clinic with the black folks. William is at the school with the black children. No, Mm -mm. you know what I mean? And that goes to show you how guilty they're like, Ooh, let's try to clean this up because this can bring down the monarchy. Absolutely. This is like, now they're revealing, like, it's like, it's like, wouldn't like, yeah, like, it's like, you rather sac- you rather 
sacrifice your reputation to make them suffer instead of doing what's right and still withholding a good reputation. Mm-hmm. Cause now you're showing that you're just heartless and it doesn't matter if you're, you have our blood or not, like you're, you're below us at this point. Like that's what they're saying. Oh, absolutely. And then they said, she said, well, why didn't you take, you know, like the first picture, like where you, you know, it's with the, you know, the couple and then like you're holding the baby. Then they like, the baby. she was like, we weren't asked to. Oh, you mean like when they walk out on that little terrace? Correct. You know, it's like your baby because your baby's black. They're upset. They are upset that we we didn't put some of our color up in there. Because <laughs> just, um, just a like they're that's crazy. That is crazy. Like, and, and we, we keep saying the same thing, but you guys like. Wrap your head around this. They don't really. Yeah. What you're saying is so important, Jasmine, and it's so real. Wrap your head around this. They are disowning their own blood because they don't want black people in the royal family. Because what that means is that that means every single child after that is going to have black in them. And they don't want that. Mm-hmm. Wrap your head around that. They're afraid. They're afraid to have African American or Black bloodline in the royal family. They don't want that. They think that that is blasphemy. I think that's mm-hmm. blasphemy. I mean, this conversation can go on and on and on. You know, especially triggering. I feel for you because you um, are also, you know. Um, your significant others of mixed parentage, you know, your child will be of mixed parentage. Um, you know, it's like, there's so many, like, there's so many levels to like. Yeah. And even in that, where we were just talking about that is my significant other has been asked before by his family. Like, well, what do you, what do you consider yourself by, by his Caucasian family? Because he's half white and half black. You know, and it's like, why do you even need to ask that? Mm-hmm. But, also, but also the thing is, too, just really quick, and I know we got, we're out of time, but this is why I felt that, you know, the it was so significant for Tiger Woods to really kind of make a statement about that he was a man of color, you know, because when he was asked, he was saying that he was like black, black, eight, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like. Okay, no, but you're you're a man of color, and I think that is most important, and I think it's most important to emphasize because you're breaking barriers. Um, as a man of color, you're like the best golfer in the in the whole world. I don't know. Some people feel, you know what I mean, reluctant to reveal, you know, that you are a person of color, even though Tiger's kids, you know, ended up their skin color is darker than um, Megan and Harry's child. You know, it's like we can get into all kinds of colorism. It's like we have to battle colorism and racism, you know, just in general every single day. And then you also have to battle that within your own, you know what I mean, within your own race, within your own ethnic group. 
So I, you know, to your point, that is very important. And I do see how sometimes you just don't know what to do, where to turn, how to think you're just, you know, some people just don't even take off all of that. I just, I, I am who I am. Um, substance abuse and mental health national helpline 1-800-662-HELP. Um, also you can contact the suicide prevention hotline. Megan should have got her cell phone and went in the corner and called the uh, suicide prevention people. That's horrible. Um, so much for tuning in today on the M and D show. And we know, you know, we know this is a really touching topic. So um, you know, hit us up on the DMs on the M&D show on Instagram. Let us know what you got from the conversation. We would love to share. Also, let us know any new shows that you're watching um, so we can um, announce that on the next M&D new show alert. Yes, yes, yes. Um, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. Let's continue these conversations. They will be continuous. They will be endless. They will be um, infinite. Yes. Enjoy your week. Uplift, elevate. We'll see you next Tuesday. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Yeah. I'm making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a role that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you and only you. Yeah, I got one Virgil, got one in that dance, the only two Man, how many times have I shown and proved, man? How many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes Not trying to put the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes, he thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life exposed, they want to know about the highs and lows Well, summer all I did was rest, okay? And New Year's all I did was stretch, okay? And Valentine's Day I had sex, okay? We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay? Okay, we'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay? Okay, we'll see what's about to happen.